Hey, hey, and welcome back to Single Sounds. I'm your host, Katie Mack, and this is your interactive audio dating experience. Since last time I spoke to you lovely listeners, we've had two separate dating requests, so for two different characters. I am so excited about this and I really hope I can update you soon. We've been focusing on accents a lot on this podcast and this week's character has one that isn't from the British Isles. She was such a delight to interview and we ended up landing on some very unique topics. Welcome to Single Sounds, the one with Dutch idioms. I'm loving this. I feel very safe. Everything is soft around me. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, I'm recording somewhere where I don't normally record and we are sandwiched in between a mattress propped up on its side with the sheets on, might I add, a chest of drawers covered in a duvet with a blanket as a roof. So I'm living my childhood dreams. (laughs) Is it all necessary? (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) Is it working? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we are literally in the dark. Mm. All that's missing is some fairy lights, really. (laughs) And some snacks. Mm. So anyway, welcome to the fort. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's been a journey. (laughs) It's taken us about an hour to set up the fort, so it really has been a sleepover. Let's get into your profile. So who are you attracted to? I'm attracted to guys. Easy. Easy. Just just the one. (laughs) (laughs) And what are you looking for? I'm looking for a guy who's preferably taller than me, which is a bit of a high demand because I'm six foot myself. Mm-hmm. That was punny. <laughs> Therefore, I'd prefer someone who's sort of my height or taller. Uh huh. Other than that, I mean, someone who's done with uni, so someone who's working. Yeah. And therefore, I guess, around my age, so 25 plus. Yeah. But not too old as well. So like on my hinge, I have it set to, I think it's 25 to 32. And then you get some blokes who are like 31 and I'm like, no, (laughs) I should probably change that setting to be fair. I think that's a bit too No, I do exactly the same. I set it at a reasonable age, like you said, like seven years plus. But then Mm. if they actually said it in their profile, it'd be like, maybe not. You kind of get the ick before it even started. Exactly. I just thought, you know, maybe it would bring about, you know, an exciting experience, get with an older man, but no. (laughs) When it Not comes, for me. when it comes down to it, you panic. Yeah. Exactly. No, so, it's yeah. quite amusing. I think a lot of people do that. Mm. So let's move on to your where. London. I'm a north of the River Gal, uh, and it's quite convenient for said guy to be north of the river as well. <laughs> but I wouldn't limit it to that. But just in London would be preferable. Yeah. Because I'm a pretty spontaneous person, I would say, and I don't want to be saying, "Oh, do you want to go for a drink?" Last minute, and him being fucking Watford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i see what you mean it's yeah. that doesn't really work with your dating style if they were miles away exactly so let me know your two truths and a lie so i originally thought that this game was two lies and a truth which is a <laughs> lot easier might i add but my two truths and a lie is i unknowingly swam with crocodiles Ooh. i sat in a fire ant's nest in my <laughs> bikini which was unpleasant and i knocked myself out with my surfboard while surfing Oh, these are hard. I thought long and hard about them. (laughs) This might be the first one I don't get. 
I'm going to try and break them down. Okay. So we've got swimming with crocodiles. They're quite stealthy. Mm. Can imagine that. Unusual one to make up. We've got... And I feel like unknowingly is the key. Yeah, exactly. It's not like some like extreme no. sport where I'm like, let's go swim with some crocodiles. No, no, no. 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 It was very much, let's have a pleasant swim. And then, and then later on, told you later. realized yeah. it well, was, was crocodile infested. I mean, there probably were signs, but I didn't see them. <laughs> Fire ants nest in your bikini. It was very sore. Yeah, that sounds bad. I feel like that would be a very unusual one to make up. I'd be very impressed with your creative abilities. So knocking yourself out with a surfboard, kind of like, how are you alive? How am I alive? Yeah. My mates were there. (laughs) I'm thinking, did you go unconscious? Like, that's quite dramatic. Mm. Could have drowned. But my mates were around and they brought me to shore. So did have a big egg on my forehead for a few days, though. They all just sound so real. I'm really struggling. This is good. I'm enjoying the challenge. <laughs> I'm going to go, crocodile's not real. It's real. Damn! <laughs> I got one wrong. Oh, that's good. Okay, which is the lie? The surfboard one. Ah, oh, okay. Maybe should have got that. I was questioning it a bit. I mean, it does happen. I've had mates who've maybe not knocked out, but definitely got yeeted in the face by a surfboard. Yeah, it's happened to me. I did like a surf camp introduction mm. when I was in Australia and it was like a four day course and they tell you you can go on white waves or green waves. The white waves are the ones that are broken and the green waves are the ones that haven't. So if you obviously get on the green one, it's harder because mm. then it breaks while you're on it. Anyway, the instructor was like, go forth to your green wave. You're ready on the last day. <laughs> got out there. A wave was coming you know you start paddling I'm like I'm gonna absolutely nail this got on the green wave did manage to catch it Mm. fell off straight away as soon as it broke and then the surfboard just whacked me in Mm. the head and then that was me done for the whole course I got out was it really sore yeah I just was scared because I was like what if I actually yeah something drowned bad happened yeah 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 yeah. and no one was that near me I feel like the worst things with that is is when you don't know anymore what is up yeah exactly and you're just like tumbling under this wave yeah have you had when you're in a Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in the swimming pool sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, like the rapids. Like what? a lagoon, like a no, like rapid. In a swimming pool what? where you're like doing your own shit underwater uh. and then you don't know where up is anymore. <laughs> oh, I get it. It's in like your tumble turning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, moving on, moving on. Let me know your moan of the moment. My moan of the moment is probably group chats. When someone messages the group chat asking if the group wants to do something. Okay. Like they're putting themselves out there. They're like, hey guys, should we go to the pub to watch the rugby? And just no one responds. Oh. And it's like, I know you've seen it. Like, and I know you're free. I'd rather hear no than silence. Yeah. And that's like a big pet peeve moan of the moment for me. Because I feel like I'm the type of person where I don't mind reaching out to people and Mm. making plans. But like, don't air me. Like, give me a response. Or just say, sorry, can't. What about next weekend? Like, suggest something else. I always hate when people do that when you're dating as well. Mm. If you suggest a day and then they're like, no, sorry, I'm busy. And they don't suggest another day. Fuck that person. Because you're right. If it's your friend, you just think, don't you like me? Do you not want to hang out? So it's even worse than a date because the date might actually not want to hang out. But your friends, you'd hope. Yeah, I had that recently with a guy where we were sort of trying to arrange to go for drinks. And he was like, planning to go to the pub after work. I'll let you know where I end up. And then just doesn't let me know where he ends up. (laughs) And it's like... Have you, have you gone? <laughs> have you gone home? Like, what's the crack? And I guess that's a sign that he's not interested. <laughs> yeah. But it's rude. But yeah, just I, don't say that. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, be just honest. Just say I'm busy with, yeah. with whatever you're doing. Like, I'm at drinks. Sorry. Like, no. I'd way rather that. Honesty is key. Mm. 
let me know your worst dating story. I feel like I haven't really been on that many dates, but of the ones that I have been on, I mean, there's one that always comes to mind, and it was with a guy from Hinge. He was super American, which isn't a bad thing, but he just like, you know, when it just oozes. <laughs> it was really American, and we went for a drink near work at Jerusalem Bar if you know the one. I do know the one. And his way of chat was just talking about how intelligent he is. Oh. Barely asked me any questions, barely spoke about anything else, was just saying how he went to MIT and he studied astrophysics and he just fucking loves astrophysics and was just like <laughs> spitting facts about astrophysics. And I was like, mate, if this is who you are, if, if you're using this as like your key characteristic, then I don't want to be here. Yeah, I don't want to be part And it of was it. quite painful. Because your only personality trait is your intelligence. Exactly. Funnily enough, that's not attractive, is it? No. <laughs> like, I definitely like intelligent people in yeah. general, but not if that's, like, the thing that you, like, hold on to as, like, this is who I am. Yeah, your best quality. Mm. It's a bit unusual. So let me know your best dating story. So I haven't really dated that much in my time because I feel like I had a few sort of long, serious relationships. Mm -hmm. But I do sort of think back to one date that I went on with an interesting person because his profession was a Buckingham Palace guard. Oh, and when does that happen? <laughs> no, yeah, that is interesting. We've had a similar story. Really? Yeah, with a Tower of London guard. Okay. Which is interesting. I feel like these men are out. Was he from an app? He was yeah. from Bumble. He was. Yeah. I feel like the guards of these key London landmarks, they're out on the apps. They're doing good. They're doing good, I think. Mm. I mean, he was very fit, but... I don't know if the other one was, actually. She didn't say, oh. but... It'd be hilarious if it was the same person. That would be something. <laughs> and we did say, we were like, if anyone's out there who's <laughs> dated another guard, did you get to try on the uniform? No, he was uh, in his casual civilian gear <laughs> oh, fine. when we met up. I wish. Or well, let's discuss your most irrational fear. So I gave this question a bit of thought because I do think that a lot of irrational fears are actually rational mm, yeah like the thing that sprung to mind for me was i'm quite afraid of the dark but okay. that's pretty rational yeah because the dark is the unknown and you don't know what's going to spring out at you but if i had to think of an irrational fear that i've definitely got is um people in like costumes like where, when you go to like disneyland and people oh. are like dressed up as like mickey mouse and minnie mouse and stuff yeah or even when you walk down the street in london you've got people who are like stand really still but are in costume Yes. And sometimes they like jump out at you or they like come to you and like confront you and speak to you. I just steer clear from anyone who's in costume. <laughs> Freaks me out. <laughs> like I'll go out of my way to avoid them and I do not want to interact with them whatsoever. Oh, interesting. Is that from a childhood trauma of like Disneyland? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Not sure where it comes from. No, I think generally though, I don't really like being confronted by strangers. And then it makes mm. it even spookier that you don't know who they actually you are. You can't see them. Yeah. yeah. It is a bit weird. I remember thinking when I was younger, when I was at Disney, I thought mm. it's weird to think there's probably like a grown man in there and I'm exactly. hugging him. Yeah. And it's a bit weird. Mm -hmm. I did have a phase at one point and this was like serious and I'm glad I've kind of grown out of it. <laughs> but it was like kind of afraid of the dark, but to another level where oh. I thought there was someone in my, like not someone, but something in my room oh. when I went to bed at night, like a spirit almost. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I think that wow. probably stemmed from watching Paranormal Activity when I was a kid. Yes. And then afterwards having loads and loads of nightmares about paranormal things happening. Mm. And it got so bad at one point that I had to feng shui my room in the hopes that it would, like... <laughs> get rid of the evil spirits and my housemates would like take the piss because it would get to that point around like 9 10 p.m when we're all winding down to go to bed and i'd be in the most chilled out relaxed state you know just on my phone on the couch having my tea and someone would make a joke about like oh the demon's going to bed or like oh did you hear that must be the demon and i'd literally get really really angry with them and be like guys it's not funny, it's not funny. like i'm now gonna go to my room and like check underneath my bed and like in my cupboard if the demon's there it was a big problem again like you said don't know if it's irrational because if something was in your room that would be terrifying exactly but we don't really know if that is even a possibility so i guess that's where the irrational part comes in i mean do you believe in ghosts Mm. this is like the best conversation to be having in this little fort (laughs) (laughs) sleepover vibes i actually don't know I've once thought, this is getting quite deep now, <laughs> but when my grandma died, if I thought of her and like the wind would blow, I'd be like, she's with me, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's like a pleasant ghost. Yeah, I don't think they scare me. I think maybe people that have died are like around and they're like Mm. supporting you and things. But I just think of it in a positive way. That's nice, yeah. Yeah. But you wouldn't be afraid that like if you came home from work and you were home alone and like the kitchen cupboard closed. That wouldn't bother you. I am scared of noises when I'm alone, Mm -hmm. but my mind would instantly go to someone's in the house. Mm -hmm. I'm more afraid of people being in the house, like a burglar or a murderer. Mm. Yeah, my mind would never go to ghosts. (laughs) I feel like I'm more afraid of a demon ghost figure than I am of a human being. Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) I think the human beings (laughs) much more likely. (laughs) I could take on a human being. A demon. Yeah, maybe that says a lot about you. You just rate yourself in terms of getting out of self defense. Yeah, sticky situations, whereas I clearly don't. I just think I'd be instantly murdered. Well, hopefully we'll never find out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think it's all a bit irrational. Let's discuss your stop, start, continue. So if someone were to date you, what should they stop doing, start doing and continue doing? I think for stop, I would say being on your phone while we're watching a movie. Oh yeah, that's like a good if one. you're not wa- if you're not enjoying the film, we can watch something else. Mm. Like I want to experience it together. And if you're on your phone, then you're clearly not paying attention. And then I'd just rather not watch it. Yeah. Mm. How would you feel about TV series? Is it like all TV genres? Yeah, because I feel like I'm not one to watch TV very often. Right. Like it's not a thing that I do much. And if I do do it, I tend to do it alone. Yeah. So if I'm taking Taking the time to watch a film or TV with someone rather than doing something else, then I yeah. want them to be engaged in like the activity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, if they're not, let's do something else. That's yeah? what I was getting at, definitely, that for you it's like a timeout, no distractions mm. thing, which I do get with movies. I mm-hmm. agree. I want everyone's full attention on the movie mm-hmm. because it's not that long. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. I put on a lot of background TV. Mm. So 
I often go on my phone when I'm watching those, like Friends, for yeah, example. Yeah. Office, yeah. seen it. So it's more just something to put on in the background. Mm. I guess it's kind of like a radio. Yeah, yeah. But a film is different. I yeah. agree. You want to know the story and be invested. And like be able to talk about it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and if they're on their phone the whole time, then... Also, it's really annoying that if someone's not watching and you go, oh, did you see that? That was so funny. Or mm. like, that was so good. And Or if you laugh and they go, oh, what, what was it? And mm. you're like, well, you should be watching then. Mm. That's another thing, actually, in line. So one, don't be on your phone. But then also, I kind of find it annoying when you're watching a film and someone keeps asking you questions yes. about the film. And if we are asking questions and discussing the film, I just I want to pause it. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want to miss anything. Or like, let's just talk about it afterwards. Like, have your yeah. thoughts on your own and then let's talk <laughs> about it afterwards. <laughs> thoughts to yourself, please. Mm. No, I agree. Because then it's like, again, you're creating that cinema experience. Mm. No phones, no talking. Yeah, I wouldn't do that in a cinema. Yeah. Exactly, because you can't. And when people try, have you heard oh. that? They try and whisper in your ear and you're it's like, like I, can hear. I don't want to be that person Mm-mm. that's speaking in the cinema. I'm really bad in the cinema. If someone's talking, I will turn around and really? give them evil eyes. Yeah, I'm <laughs> that person. But yeah, how about start? So for start, I would say, so when you're in a relationship with someone or, or when you're dating someone, mm-hmm. you're obviously two individual people who have come together and like like they've chosen to spend time together. But they're still two individuals. Yes. And they have their own interests and their own friends and yada, yada, yada. And I think it would be nice if the person you're dating starts to introduce things that they enjoy as an individual and that you might not necessarily like, but just... You can give it a go. But give it a go. Yeah. And I'm talking like, if the person I'm dating clearly knows that I'm into house and techno music, for example, mm. but they, when they're on their own, listen to K-pop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, just start sharing those things with me. Yeah. Because I might... You might like it. Really yeah. like it. Because I find sometimes with people who are dating and are in relationships, they sort of... They, they start to, like, morph, morph. into one person. I was just about person. to say morph, yeah. Yeah. You've got Joe and you've got Kim, and then all of a sudden they become Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's how they go through life, you know, as this Jim. And it's like, you need to keep sharing the things that you like as yeah. an individual. Because at the end of the day, that's how you're living your life, is as you. And I think also it's okay if they do introduce something and then you say you don't like it. No, that's fine. But that's fine. because they, they can, shouldn't stop Exactly, it. they can keep doing it. Yeah. I've got a few examples of that. Someone I dated was really into Dungeon and Dragons. Mm-hmm. I know and the ones. <laughs> they, they did what you suggested. They were like, do you want to come along? Tried to help me create a character. And it was a pretty good character. Mm-hmm. I was a unicorn trainer. Amazing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, maybe I can get into this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realise that during the game you do the voices yeah. and like you really need to like they get into it they don't dress up but they do the voices and they have like a map and you can kind of decide what your character does I kind of thought you'd just be rolling a dice and you'd get cards I don't know mm-hmm. I didn't think it was as imaginative like mm-hmm. they literally make up things it also goes on for hours mm-hmm. which you need to dedicate like a whole evening to it yeah i don't think i really gave it a go to be honest okay. but and he tried yeah and he tried <laughs> to involve me and i think that's more important yeah yeah, yeah. rather than assuming that you won't like yeah. it and never involving you in the first place yeah exactly have you ever had someone introduce something that you actually like i was also introduced to dungeons and dragons <laughs> no way <laughs> Did you like it? Um, I don't think I have the patience for it. It does yeah. go on for a while. But nah, I'd give it a go now yeah. and then. But like, I wouldn't propose it as my Friday night activity. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was my start. Yeah, was and that your, my, start? your continue? My continue would be actually taking note of the things that I enjoy, whether that's food, music, activities, people, places, going out of their way to propose activities or things to do that align with my interests. That I find very flattering. Yeah. As an example, like if this person knows that I really enjoy Japanese food and I also really enjoy Italian food, like those are the two foods that we predominantly cook together or go to restaurants for that. Yeah. And they like go out of their way to find like a Japanese Italian fusion restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. And they'd be like, oh, do you want to go do this? And I didn't ask for it, but they've been listening and like yeah. they've been, yeah, just being attentive. I guess. Yeah, definitely. I think it's coded as something a bit deeper, isn't it? That they enjoy their time with you most when you're also having a good time, Mm. which is just a nice thing to do. Oh, I like this. I like this question. I've got good feedback from this question. So leave me a one word review of yourself. I think my one word review, and this kind of stems from, I guess, what my mates would say about me, Mm -hmm. is spontaneous. And I feel like that might be something that a lot of people would say, but it's it's so true that it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... You don't make plans? I prefer not to make plans. Like, no plan is the best plan. Yeah. I just, I just love, like, seeing where the night takes me, basically. I think a lot of people would agree with you that actually their best night out has probably been one that's not planned. Mm -hmm. It was just meant to be you stay at home and then everyone has a bit too much to drink Mm. and then someone's ordered an Uber and you're like, we're going and you don't know where you're going. (laughs) Someone's just picked somewhere. And I actually normally end up meeting people on those nights as well Mm -hmm. just because you didn't expect to be there. You're relaxed. You're not putting any pressure on the evening as well, probably. I hate New Year for that exact reason. because me too. Everyone expects it to be such a good night that it's Mm -hmm. never going to be a good night because everyone's putting that pressure on it. Whereas when it's spontaneous, there is no pressure. So I think you're just more yourself, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've got my birthday coming up and I've I've planned it. Like there's a plan in place. Yeah. And that's interesting. Makes me nervous because it's like. Oh, that just puts pressure on it being a good time yeah. because you've planned it. And people coming, mm. you worry about numbers. Whereas if you don't plan it, you just say, we're going to this pub and we'll see what happens. That's what Then it's like, not, it's not only is. your... Exactly. But it, it, I feel like doing that means that it's not... And maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way, but I feel like if you say, come to this pub... That's it. It's less of your responsibility to oh, make the evening a good time. It's everyone's responsibility yeah. to make it a good time. Exactly. Let me know your shower thoughts. I'm not entirely sure if I have shower thoughts because I'm the type of person who just blimmin' loves a shower and oh. it's my time. It's my it's me time. <laughs> and I mean, if I'm getting ready for work in the morning, you know, it's a quickie. Just in and out. But if it's an evening shower mm. or a weekend shower, even better. I like... <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if this is weird, but I love it. It's a, it's a horizontal shower Whoa. or a seated shower. So I have one of those showers where it's like a bath and a shower. Right. In, in one. Yeah, I've got you. So I'll just, I'll lie down. Can you picture it? Six, uh, yeah, six foot <laughs> girl lying down and in a bath. And this is someone who hates showers, so like it's kind of freaking me out, but continue. And so I'm lying there and it's just, the shower's on and it's just absolute zen. Wait, I'm a bit concerned that you're like waterboarding yourself. <laughs> it's your head at the shower end. No. Your feet. It's not like some like torture. 
I'm confused. You said horizontal. Yes. <laughs> the the stream of water is basically like kind of hitting my stomach, I guess. Oh, so you're in the middle. Well, I'm lying down with my head on one end <laughs> and my feet on the other. But I don't know if you have like some fancy shower, but mine's coming from the wall. Oh, diagonal. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not like a beautiful it's not waterfall. Oh, no, I wish. Oh my god, that'd be even better. I get it. No, this makes so much more sense. So it's a shower that goes diagonal. Mm, mm. So then it's kind of like hitting your body. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Which I you would... need, otherwise you'd get cold. I need to do a poll, and if other people do that, please let me know. Okay, yeah. so it's predominantly a seated shower. I would say the lie down shower yeah. is, is happening when I'm really, you know, just like stressed out and need a moment. But I think a, a key detail to share is when the day comes and you do decide to have a seated or a horizontal shower, you need to crank up the heat because right. the water gets colder as it Falls gets lower. Yeah, <laughs> so it gets steamy in there. It's a good tip for everyone who wants to try it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to try it. I do have a shower that goes diagonal, but it's not in a bath, so that wouldn't work. I could sit, though. You could sit, just sit on the floor? I think I have sat, but then that would make me think, you know, when they do that in the movies, mm. that's like when they're chronically like, depressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I yeah, that's one use case for <laughs> the seated shower is the sad seated shower. You've got the hungover seated shower. <laughs> so you just can't be bothered to move. No, you just need to be like sat. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got, I just want to chill, bit of like meditative state, seated mm. shower, put on some tunes. So, you know, earlier when you asked me one word that defines me, I feel like if you ask my friends, it's seated shower. Like that's <laughs> how much <laughs> of an advocate I am for seated showers. <laughs> nice. Oh, let me know your drink of choice. Guinness, hands down. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. And I, like all night as well. Like oh, really? people always say, Does oh, it... doesn't it make you feel really full? Yeah. Like it's, it's a, oh, it's a meal in itself. I could do a holy, like, I could sink eight Guinness, ten Guinness and be a happy gal. Wow. I just completely disagree with, you know, the whole, oh, doesn't it make you feel full? Because if anything, lager makes me feel more full because there's so much bubbles Bubbles, in it. yeah. Whereas Guinness is flat. It's smooth, And it's yeah. just, oh, it's just so tasty. Mm. I have a really <laughs> embarrassing story about Guinness. So I've never tried it mm -hmm. at this point. Just didn't really appeal. Anyway, I was out with some friends and someone was like, let's get baby Guinness shots. I didn't really have a say in the matter. They just put one in front of me. And you know, it's rude not to drink a shot when someone buys yeah. you one, obviously. Yeah. So I drank it and it was the most delicious thing I ever tried. And I was like, no wonder everyone drinks full pints of this. <laughs> Oh my god. So I ordered next a full pint, thinking I can't wait to get, you know, a full pint of that. I was like, that's delicious. Mm. Yeah, turns out <laughs> it tasted <laughs> Not nothing alike. Um, Definitely not. I was the the opposite. I thought a baby Guinness was just a, a tiny Guinness. Guinness. <laughs> it's not. No. It's far from I it, but it's delicious. It's very misleading. I feel like maybe they should have called it something baby coffee Guinness or, or like yeah. or like Irish. This is going nowhere. <laughs> I don't know that we could, could like be. rename baby Guinnesses. Baby Guinnesses. Baby, baby misleading Guinness. Baby fake Guinness. <laughs> baby sweet Guinness. Baby, yes! Sweet baby Guinness. Sweet baby Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> they should be called sweet baby Guinness so everyone can tell there's a taste difference. difference. Very, very sweet. Get it right, people. <laughs> Why are we coming up with these great ideas? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This is your surprise section. Okay. 
I have reached out to one of your close friends and they have sent in a voice note to say why someone should date you. No, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who? Well, you're, <laughs> you're going to find out. I can guess who it is. Yeah, we'll see if you can guess. Where to even begin? My mate is an absolute catch. Now, being a beautiful, tall Dutch woman who's lived all over the world is one pretty good reason. But let's start with the important stuff. She's got great chat. Are you a table tennis texter? Need someone to bounce off of? If so, my mate's perfect for you. She'll keep you on your toes, laughing the whole day, sharing her ridiculous and funny stories. She's also one of the most spontaneous people I know. Having a chill eve on Monday? Nope, not with her. She brings the energy and will get you excited to go out even if you're both nursing a fat hangover from your Friday and Saturday shenanigans. Speaking of shenanigans, if you don't like a Guinness or six, I'm afraid it's a no from her. And don't let her fluent English and American accent fool you. If nothing else, she'll make you laugh with her confusion of popular idioms. As she would say, it's the game, not the player. So basically, you should definitely put all your eggs in one basket for my mate. She's great. Aww, that's so sweet. <laughs> she mentioned like everything we talked about as well. She knows me. She knows me very well. Other than the British idioms, that's funny. Oh, that is, it's a problem. And I feel like in the UK, just people love to use idioms. Yeah. This is actually maybe one of my shower thoughts is where do idioms come from? Because they don't make any sense. Yeah, I think for a lot of the British ones, they're really old. Mm. But I've, I've, I've been learning and I've really been enjoying learning idioms. Um, but it definitely does confuse me sometimes. It's a weakness. Mm. And it can also be a weakness in the context of dating because I feel like sometimes British people use idioms as a means of humor. Yeah. And I just won't get it. <laughs> and then they feel really awkward. <laughs> and then I'm like... What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good idiom. Have you, do you have any examples? Um, the Dutch language also has some really great idioms. Oh, yeah? Give me some of those. So one of my favorite ones, which if you translate it directly into English, just makes no sense, mm. is as if an angel is taking a piss on your tongue. What does that mean? I'm guessing it's negative. No. Oh, it's positive? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and their piss is so good. Oh, it tastes so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like oh, if, if you're like... I was going the other way, being like, if the angel's pissing on your tongue, it must be like so disgusting. Thing. Yeah, no. So like if you've just eaten something really good or had something really tasty, you would say, as if an angel just took a piss on my tongue. Amazing. Um, Another Dutch idiom is, again, if you translate it directly, and I'm sure you have things like this in English where it's like the words just rhyme, Yeah. is unfortunately peanut butter <laughs> and in dutch it's helaas pindakas and it does mean oh, like oh just like whatever oh, oh no unfortunately like oh what a shame that's cool but like so random unfortunately peanut butter yeah. <laughs> no we definitely have something just like that it's like one that's similar to the rhyming thing that you've got in english which i always get the two words mixed up and i'm gonna say it wrong now i bet nilly willy or willy nilly <laughs> Willy nilly, not nilly willy. It's willy nilly. Willy nilly. Okay. Which like <laughs> that's the same. But like to someone who doesn't speak English, <laughs> or even to someone who does speak English, me. Like, what does that even mean? What does that mean? Willy nilly means without choice. That's the best way I can describe it. Without choice. So it's in like you do something without thinking without about it. Without thinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Nilly willy. It's like spontaneous. 
It's literally like doing something mm. in a spontaneous, like haphazard no plan way. Is the best plan. Yeah, oh, it's just a willy nilly night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's your Maybe new Maybe that's word. why I use it. Idioms are fun. Mm. A lot of ours are body parts. Pulling someone's leg, costs an arm and a leg by mm. the skin of your teeth, neck and neck. Like, mm. That's interesting. Yeah, it's funny though because to me, or like feeling under the weather, they don't. To you, they don't. They sound, just sound like just yeah. Willy nilly, I really struggle to tell you what mm. what that means. But that's the thing: is idioms are so ingrained in the English Speech, language, yeah, and like specifically, I think British culture and like British language, yeah. Like I've found since living in the UK, and I think more so in in London, that like your Brits just love to whip out the idioms yeah and it's you're it's right. really it's funny yeah but i think also idioms is one of those things that you only really know if you're authentically from there like i speak dutch with my family like i am dutch but i would struggle to say dutch idioms mm. so really i've been fucked over because i, I don't know english <laughs> idioms and i don't know dutch idioms <laughs> just don't know any so that's why my mate mentioned it <laughs> yeah it's good i liked her her example was don't hate the game hate the player which is not right right <laughs> no, it's like, don't hate the player hate the game <laughs> the other way yeah that will happen regularly really funny <laughs> right we're on our final round so i'm gonna read out the two things mm-hmm. and you just go with your gut okay ready first thing that comes to mind yeah dark chocolate or white chocolate dark chocolate well didn't even finish like that question disgusts me. White chocolate isn't even real chocolate. Oh, <laughs> oh didn't even know this was going to come out. Do you like really dark chocolate then? Like not like mega, like not like 80%. Yeah, that's but bad. like a but... 50, 60. <laughs> I could do a 50, 60. Maybe 70 if we're pushing it. <laughs> but it is my preferred chocolate. Like out of dark milk, white. Dark is best. I would go the darker the better. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Tattoos or piercings? I mean, I'd go probably tattoos. Okay. Reading or listening to music? Listening to music. Roller skating or ice skating? Ice skating. Interesting. That was quick. I feel like, especially if you can be ice skating outdoors, that must be really nice. (laughs) (laughs) Not tried it, but it looks great. (laughs) I was watching ice skating videos from the Olympics today on YouTube. (laughs) It is rather beautiful. I've I got into a TikTok wormhole of mm. just this random pretty girl ice skating in different places all over the world, and I was mesmerized it's for a lovely. long time. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like roller skating tends to happen in like these like roller discos. Yeah, and I associate those places like kind of smelling a bit yeah. sweaty. It's because the shoes smell, <laughs> yeah. and then they spray with that stuff that does yeah. nothing. It's like spraying yeah. air. I swear. Okay, real or fake Christmas tree? See. I always grew up with a fake one because I lived in countries where Christmas trees aren't the thing. <laughs> they don't grow. But I do like a real one. Like having the smell mm. of a Christmas, a real Christmas tree in your house is quite nice. Yeah. Tea go real. Yeah. Socks or bare feet? In what context? <laughs> <laughs> you have to decide. Bare feet. Yeah. Of all the scenarios that I could think of where you might be wearing socks or no socks. I would rather be wearing no socks in majority of them. Yeah. This is an interesting one. Okay. Be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? Be in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Still get to live. 
learn some new things, meet some new people, <laughs> learn some life skills. It would be pretty eye-opening, I reckon. Yeah, I think I could hack it. Yeah, that makes me sad, that question. You'd like lose 10 years of your life. No, I wouldn't. I think I'd rather go to jail because yeah. this is going to sound weird, <laughs> but I've always thought that actually it'd be quite a good opportunity to get fit. Mm -hmm. And they put you in classes, I think. Okay. To like retrain you. Mm -hmm. Maybe I could learn to be a carpenter or something cool. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. It's not lost time. <laughs> I mean, you're fearing for your life. Five years for is sure. quite a long time. <laughs> yeah, and I think I'd be really scared, I'd be scared. of everyone else. Yeah. Like imagine if you had a bad roommate, like someone who's crazy or like... I guess it depends what level of prison you're in as mm -hmm. well with all the murderers. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. cannibals. Oh God, didn't even think of that. Surely they'd be in their own cell. Surely. You'd hope. Because they get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm over it. Like, I'm. Yeah, they're having their therapy. And... I'm like, I'm good. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then they actually do. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't like that. Let's move on to a happier topic <laughs> of ice cream in a cone or a tub. Cone. Depends what kind of cone, though. Don't like those cheap, papery ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You want a waffle cone mm -hmm. with chocolate around the top. If it's on and sprinkles. Mm. Not sprinkles. Mm mm. No. Final question. Okay. Shopping in store or online? Online. Okay. I hate shopping with a burning passion. <laughs> it makes me really, really unhappy. <laughs> really? Like, I, I would love it if, like, I had a personal shopper, like, someone who understood my style, oh, which yeah. I don't even understand myself, and <laughs> or just, just like, gives me clothes. Looks good on you. Yeah. yeah. They don't and, like, like the size like... is right. Because, like, sizing is tricky because yeah, I'm know your slim measurements. but tall. Yeah. So it's impossible. And, like, buying shoes is impossible because I'm an eight and a half. Oh. Which is just Awkward. women's shoes doesn't they go, go to that they even, size. They don't go that high, no. no. Um, <laughs> so, so where do you get shoes from? I just wear sneakers all the time. Oh. Uh, and do they do female sneakers that high? No, I have guys. shop in the men's section. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. It's not very inclusive, is it? No. What about, like, models, surely? Yeah, but I um, think they get their clothes made for like, them. Like, tailored. Yeah. But shoes? Do you think they get shoes I think they tailored? go to Germany or Holland. Because they've got bigger feet. Mm -hmm. Oh. Or, like, the Scandinavian countries. Like, I'm sure I'd be yeah, fine shopping over there. Oh, it's just the so UK interesting. Is really hard. This is like what are the what is the questions moan of the moment? Shopping. <laughs> Shopping in the UK. It's impossible. Yeah, that's interesting. Like ASOS tall section every time. Well, I know that the average height of a woman in the UK is five three. That's insane. Which is so small. I, I couldn't believe that. I'm five, five seven. So I'm well above average, but I don't feel above. I feel like very average. Mm. But we're done. Oh. Do you have anything you'd like to sign off with? Zero seven nine four. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, that was it. That's me. That's you. In a nutshell, yeah. there's an idiom to sign us off. If you think you'd be better at guessing Dutch idioms than me, or fancy having company in your seated showers, head to the Instagram at Single Sounds to let us know you'd like to date this character. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. The weather is finally getting warmer, and see you next Tuesday. Oh.